Are you ready to rumble? Oh, it's the disco dance mix version, too. And we're recording? Mm -hmm. This is outstanding. Look at us go. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. This is your average, everyday, weekly dose of monkey business. I am your host. This is Chris. I am C. It is uh, a lovely, gloomy day in June here in the wonderful city of Rochester, home of the Flower City Comic Con. In the studio with me, as always, is the local radio legend, Billy DeTori. Hello. Tanya Metris, who is not a local radio legend. Definitely not. And hi. and a whole host of others. We've got, Zach, you're going to have to help me. How do you pronounce your last name again? Opsitnik. Opsitnik. See, on paper, it looks a lot more complicated than that. Yeah. But we have uh, Zach Opsitnik, who was with us in the general staff. He was helping keep an eye on things in FC 317. Also in the room today, my uh, my two bouncing baby uh, children, Ch Juliana and Ian. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hi. All right. Who were basically wandering around having a grand old time. <laughs> my uh, my favorite intern turned staffer turned intern turned staffer turned fired tar tar you know tiger dummy and everything like that. Tony Baquetta is here. Chris, I have a question for you. Fire away, Tony. Uh, you're C. I never knew that. You never knew that I was C? <laughs> Who's you C? You've been paying attention to that <laughs> one? He could always be K. <laughs> You're demoted. Okay. Agent C. Da, da, da. Agent K. Agent C. And, uh, and Captain Ray is here today. Hi. Got a little captain in you. How you doing, buddy? I'm tired. Ray, <laughs> Ray I Reyes. Woke, I woke up at like 9 Ray in the King. morning just so I can be on time for this. The man, the you woke myth. up at 9? Oh, my no. God. Oh, my God. That's that, setting I, in. Wait, that, I think that's what time I got Do you know last week too. I got up at 2.15 in the morning? Yeah, because... How many people were on vacation last week, by the way? Just Polly. <laughs> just Polly? Yeah. But that's enough to make your day but a lot that's, longer. that's when Polly's on vacation. Yeah. I'm Billy's got to get up early. The yeah. thing is, I haven't woke up at 9 o'clock since like... High school. Neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up an hour and I think your high school I seriously got no career was a lot you, longer right? ago than I his. graduated in 1983. Hey, my high school was, was about 11. four or five years ago. I'm mm -hmm. pretty old now. You okay? okay. 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 All right. Okay. Also You're in the studio in the today, <laughs> she, you can't hear her right now, but I'm sure she'll probably make a comment somewhere along the line. We raised mom, Ange. Hi, Ange. Hi. There she is. And uh, Ange was in our box office. So we've got a big crowd today. And on the phone, last but certainly not least, the box office goddess, the front end overlord herself, Sybil. 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 Hi. Hi, baby. She got out of the box office this year. She did. This year, she, we successfully I managed did. to figure it out to get her out so she could wander around and, and see what the hell was going on in the rest of the show. And her and I definitely became queens this week, that weekend. Yes, yeah, you were both did. wearing tiaras, weren't you? Let's go, yes. queen. <laughs> or was it Jerry the King Lawler's crown? No, I didn't get close to it enough because it kind of scares me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you know what? Meeting Jerry was, it's great because you see these over-the-top personalities on wrestling programs. And then when you meet them in person, it's like, he's an entirely, you get it. He's like, he's not just a wrestling entertainer and an artist. He's, he's an actor. Because he was playing, mm -hmm. the, he plays that part on the screen, and it's just amazing to actually meet him in person. I loved his panel. I loved meeting him at his table. Uh -huh. I loved the phone interview we did with him on the Wii show uh -huh. earlier that week. Oh, that was phenomenal. And I, I, I don't I know. To that. Uh, was he a cool guy oh, yeah. behind the scenes, too? Oh, Easy yeah. to work oh, with yeah. and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. Um, Tanya's coworker Sean was his PA for the for the day on Sunday that he was there, and uh, and Sean is, she, he's not the most outgoing guy, but he's really he's kind of level. He's very he's, he's very easygoing. He's very mm -hmm. low key. Uh, but to see the smile, he was he, a kid in a candy. store. He really was a kid in a candy store. He had a great because he's a he's a comic book nerd. Oh yeah, absolutely. He, he loves that stuff. Absolutely. So what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about the 2017 show as we are recording this. The the 2017 show was two weeks ago. We were we were getting ready to close it up two weeks ago wow, today. It's already two weeks. It's ago. already been two weeks. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing how time wow. flies. I thought it was last week. And we're gonna. I know, right? I thought it was we're last gonna, week too. Exactly. And in, and in a couple of days, this podcast is going to go out. We're going to have Dan jump the schedule, so it's going to go out this coming Wednesday. So we're going to be talking about our thoughts two weeks after the fact. So it has been two weeks, and time flies. But we are. Um, we're. It's it's kind of interesting how the dust has finally settled on this. And we got a good look at the seventeen show now. Philly asked if I got any sleep in the last two weeks. I said, I've slept a little bit, but I said that he'd have to throw the question out to Chris. <laughs> you know, it's kind of interesting that you should do that because I have been using the the health meter on my, my smartphone a lot more over the past couple of months, the step counter, things like mm -hmm. that. And it has actually been recording my sleep patterns, which is weird because it'll ask me in the morning, like, you know, did you fall asleep? What time did you fall asleep? What time did you wake up? How, you know, how do you rate your sleep? And, and I'll do that. And more often than not, I'll punch everything in, and, and then I'll like within a couple of seconds, I'll get a, hey, you woke up on time. Congratulations. That's the most encouragement I get from my smartphone. No. <laughs> Today, I got an actual assessment report, and it looks. I look at the, the assessment report, and I pop it open, and the first thing I see is, wow, you didn't sleep very well last night or uh, this week, did you? <laughs> 
So yeah, it's kind of kind of uh, appropriate that you bring that up because no, I've been a ragged zombie for two weeks. I could tell. It's true. Yeah, and the kids the kids are like, yeah, the mornings are treacherous. <laughs> what is this? Oh, this is cool. I like dice. All right, I'm not gonna play with that right now. <laughs> I want to play. Is that a metal squirrel. dice? Yeah, squirrel. Um, <laughs> metal dice, Dungeons and Dragons. There you audition. go. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about the show from the inside. Now we've gotten a ton of great comments from people. You know, constructive criticisms and and compliments and some, you know, and there's a couple of trolls out there who decided <laughs> they want to have some fun and, and try to make us you know feel bad about ourselves and they failed because we're already feeling bad about ourselves to begin with. Oh. No, I, I know. Yeah, I know. It's so hard to insult somebody with depression because they're like, what the hell? I don't care. I I already think worse of myself than you think of me. So it's all good. Um, Screw you. I'm already sad. Exactly. Seriously. Um, My depression kicked in when I was 13. Get over it. There you go. So we're going to share some of the comments we received from our ticket holders. We're going to share some of our thoughts uh, over the next, um, you know, 45 minutes or so. And, uh, And then we're going to talk a little bit about what some of this has convinced us to do for next year and we are already deep in the planning for 2018 uh we do not have a guest announcement at this moment in time but we're hoping very shortly we are going to probably have uh something up our sleeve as we speak no kidding so i can tell you this much about 2018 the show is going to get physically bigger we are now officially taking over half of the second floor and adding that to our real estate for the first floor of the convention center uh the second floor is going we're going to get half of the empire room uh, and that is where we are going to put the vendors, the artists, and the VIPs. And we might even be able to put a couple of attractions up there, too. Brian is working on the layout as we speak. So the first floor, that which used to be the entire convention, mm-hmm. is now going to be the display and activity area. That's where we're going to go from two and a half panel rooms to almost four panel rooms. Nice. We're going to start with that. I like the ooh. ooh. Thank you, Jules. Um, we are ah. figuring out the, the, original, the original vendor room is the Lilac Ballroom. We're trying to figure out how to, we're gonna what we're gonna do with that. Although it's looking right now, the front runners that's gonna be where the state we're gonna pull the staging area out of the foyer and put it in the lilac ballroom, like where the wrestling and stuff Ex- was. Yeah, okay. but I think we're still possibly we're gonna the keep wrestling the wrestling in the, in the foyer, foyer. I think okay. is pretty much what we're gonna do because the wrestling program was a lot of fun, and they needed that extra space and I think the extra. Um, uh, airspace because there were some guys flying off flying the top on, ropes yeah, and whatnot. I wish I would have gotten out there to see it. I didn't. I saw some videos. That's and the only thing I saw. My, my favorite video was of the guy who got into the ring with the Tyrannosaurus Rex right, costume. Yes. And that was just freaking <laughs> awesome. That was so that awesome. I didn't see that. Oh, oh, there's, the a, there's a couple of videos. There's a video on there. Jason, too, Jason's got a couple of the videos of that. So that was a lot of fun. I need to see that. All right. So just to finish that off, the vendor floor, the VIPs, and the artists are going to be all on the second floor in 2018. And on the first floor, you're going to have the bridge simulators will be back. And we're probably going to, to we've worked out a deal with the uh, the great escape room. There's a possibility that we may even have a full-on escape room on site for the weekend. And and you know what? Wow. Bringing up the, the great escape room. Mm-hmm. I went to that to that uh, demonstration. Yeah. And uh, this summer, Susan's brother-in-law, or Susan's brother, my brother-in-law, mm-hmm. and his kid are coming to town, and we're going to the Woo-hoo! great escape room. It's an awesome to, experience. To bring them is oh, it's like so a much fun, fun thing to do. Hey, you want to so. call me because I want to go. Okay. We're, okay. We're, we've been invited by the great escape room, so the whole board has uh, is free access for one for one run. Nice. So we're gonna we'll go take care of that this summer, so we can hang out with them and talk a little bit more about setting that up. So then, like I said, we're gonna go from having panel room one, panel room two, and then panel room three being a, like the smaller intimate room. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have a panel room one, two, and three that are gonna be full sized, and uh, panel room three. What was panel room three this year will become panel room four, mm-hmm. uh, and then. There's a distinct possibility if we're going to have the space and the staging area is going to be in the lilac ballroom where it's going to be a little bit more conducive and it's not going to be as echoey and loud. That might we may make it like a grand panel room out of that for the biggest for the biggest games, depending on who we bring in. So, right. we're you know, also, I'm very satisfied with the way that the combination of panel room one and two on Saturday went. Uh, I know it cut down some of our options for programming and we're, we're working on that. We're going to push the schedule a little bit further towards closing hours. Mm-hmm. Um for 18 so we can do a little bit more but i liked because it really worked out for having colin baker on on hand that was a fun panel yeah i, I, but, I really enjoyed the panel yes tony you were you were uh, my right hand man for the panels what do you do what do you think about panel room uh, stuff i liked uh how we did it this year uh, mm-hmm. um i know that uh, uh we probably can uh, put a f- uh, now that we uh have the more space we can probably put more stuff in right and uh all in all, that will probably come back and uh, help uh, improve our programming. Exactly. And that's that's a lot of the comments that, right. that Tanya received through our, um, our Grotech survey. 
uh, people were saying that it needs, there needs to be more programming, and we agree. We right. we, we yeah. understood that right from the word go. We were just doing the best we could with the space we had. Yeah. And we yeah. were also trying to keep it so they wouldn't be trying to compete with the Colin Baker panel oh, or yeah. the Bruce Boxleitner panel right. because, or like the wrestling on yeah. Sunday to because we didn't necessarily want to have people to have to pick and choose. Yeah. That we, we didn't want to bury but, panels. Right. No. But, um, but also, uh, we're gonna, and the, in the going forward, we're just going to have to, I think, oh, on yeah. a couple of occasions. But just as, as someone that's been to Niagara Falls Comic Con mm-hmm. and Fan Expo in Toronto, that you wind up doing that. No matter how hard you try, right. there's going to be a couple, panels so a couple times where yeah. you got to pick and choose. I want to go to both, but okay, I'll go to that's this That's natural one. things in life yeah. that yeah. you have to pick and choose you whether you're going to do this uh, or do City this. Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, another one, yeah. New York City is insane. I, you know, if we can match their kind of programming down the road in terms of diversity and Oh, that and was so depth. difficult oh, yeah. to choose because yeah. I wanted to go see, like, Anna Silk and Stan Lee, but they were at the same time. I'm like, Stan Lee's a little more important. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you asked me before you went to New York City last year. You were like, you know, I can do this or I can do this. And I'm like, you really want to take an opportunity to see Stan now because you're not going to have an opportunity to see Stan yeah, down the road. he's retiring this he year, was, isn't he? It, it was, yeah, he's, I, th- it, I think Awesome Con might be one of his last ones. Yeah, every year yeah. he sh- he shuts down a little bit more in terms of yeah. region. I, it's mainly because of, this I time his, his wife uh, is jumping in and saying, "Okay, you need to stay home yeah. a little more." Plus, he's ninety-three. Yeah. What's going yeah, on, Zach? That help Come on up. What I heard is, uh, I think at this point maybe he's changed it, but he was just going to be doing one thing a year. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I heard. Yeah. But you got to imagine, you know, at, at what ninety four years old, how many one thing mm-hmm. a years is he going to be able to pull off? Plus, he's point? got his own con uh, called Kamikaze. I oh think. yeah, yeah, he does. He and does. I've heard of that. Chicago, maybe I forget. I don't know. Where. I thought wherever, it was in New York. Wherever maybe. he's based off yeah. of at the moment, I, I assume. You want to go? You want to go there, Jules? Why? Because it sounds interesting. It sounds She wants me and Steph and all the and all the other unconventionals to take her to Niagara Falls. I'm Is that like, what you guys are calling yourselves now? The unconventionals. Yes, That's we are the unconventionals. So we're, where we are the Mighty Monkey Corporation, you guys are going to be the unconventionals. Yes, yep. I like it. I like that a lot. Um, all right, so let's. Yeah. Go, I tell you what, let's go front to back. We talked a little bit about the panel room, but let's let's move up up, up a bit. Sexual. And uh, and Sybil, I'm going to put you on the spot, sweet pea. Okay. Because because I'm good at that once in a while. She's I like, oh yeah, you, you admit that I'm still here, and um, <laughs> she was sitting back listening. She was sitting back listening. We had, you had us on mute. Um, so Sybil, from the front end experience, from box office side of things, what did you see? I mean, what did we do better? What do we still need to work on? Uh, well, honestly, just line management. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need just one more person to tell people where to go. There was a lot of times of me shouting, "Guys, come on! This is the way you got to go. This is where you have to be." Um, so a little bit more help with that, but honestly, the line's moving much smoother than it was last year. That I will admit, the lines were pretty smooth, but everybody just kept jumping in and out, wanting to, like, cut somebody or something. It's like, no, you got to stay where you were. You left. That means back of the line. You're not, you can't just take your, your, your spot back just because you went somewhere for, for five seconds. Okay. All right. You know, we're going to have a new challenge for next year because we're going to be on two floors. So we're trying to, you know, Mm -hmm. this was the first board meeting when we had the other day. The first thing we were talking about is where are we going to put the box office? And um, we now have a dolly. All right, everybody. Well, hello, dolly. Well, hello, dolly. It's so nice to have you back where you belong. That's as good as it gets right there, guys. I didn't even warm up. I got to sing that with Colin Baker. I'm gonna. We're gonna have. We're, we're gonna have an anecdote about that. So yeah, I know he, he's got a little bit more trained singing voice than I do. Um, but yeah, as we were saying, um, for 2018, since we're gonna be on two floors, is trying to figure out how we're gonna set up the entrances and exits and make sure that everything is covered and that people can find things easily and whatnot. So we're we're working that out right now. We have an idea, but we're not sure how good of an idea it is at the moment. So that's gonna be some fun. And Sybil, when we start working that out, you'll be involved, obviously, because it's going to affect your job. You know. <laughs> good actually before even before the box office one thing we have to do and it was no fault of anyone in this room anyone in the convention Probably we have to call the people in charge of the that run oh yeah and the tell color them run? yeah and find out are you doing it when are you doing yeah. it don't do it. I've already had that conversation with them. They always try to be the last weekend of, of Lilac Festival. They always try to be around the third weekend of May. So we are already ducked out of, out of their path. by Right now, we're Mother's Day weekend next year. Okay. All right. Um, 
which you know we can actually put a little asterisk mm-hmm. next to that. I can't say anything specific at the moment, but that uh, we can put in a word of card subject to change on the dates. We okay. have something in, in work to that be we're determined. Working on. To be determined right, right now. Good. We're working Done. on that. Because it, for people that weren't there or mm-hmm. people that missed it, just trying to get downtown yeah, the, was the first morning was oh, yeah, incredibly was insane. It threw our whole it threw our whole pacing off because uh-huh. it was we had, so unexpected. Yeah. Wrench in the works. We had vendors that were still not fully loaded in yet, and then there were things that we wanted to do with the crowd that had already formed for the early entrance. There was basically a 5K that shut down downtown yeah. and kept anyone from getting anywhere, anywhere near, near the where we center. wanted to be. Yeah, right. Go ahead. The place where we had everybody en- entering mm-hmm. near the near the ticket mm-hmm. box office, mm-hmm. me and uh, Jules were talking about it, and we think that that should have been the exit. And then where we were stationed near the door mm-hmm. that leads to the exit should be the like the coming. I'm going to have you show me that when you're talk when we're talking and then you got to remember it may be it may be moot because we're like we're going to be shifting box office and stuff around for the second year because we're going to have second floor action. Yeah. Oh, so oh we be... were just yeah, remember with that big guy big guy that came in with the yeah. with, with the, the guy with the, the frost giant and the The frost giant and we, yeah. and we had a, a halo guy and mm-hmm. they couldn't fit was... through the doors. We had to like move a whole bunch of stuff. Oh wow. He's so talking about the like where the the volunteer office was. Oh, okay. I Where see what our you're box saying. Office like was last last year. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And and we're gonna yeah, that's definitely an effective point to make. Dolly, how you doing over there, hon? <laughs> Wonderful. Why don't you introduce yourself to the crowd? We're we're not live on the air, so you can go ahead and say whatever you want. We can edit it out later. And get right into the microphone. And get yeah, you want to get like right on top of it. Oomba. Oomba. Oh my. Oh, I should turn my text tones off then. Yeah, you probably should. <laughs> that's okay. We still love you anyway. Some strange things happen during these recordings. Yeah, no, my phone does that all the time. Okay. Um Ding. Ding. I really I don't know what to say about myself right now other than I am the doctor's companion. Yeah, there you go. You, you were, were Colin Baker's PA the whole weekend long. As a matter of fact, You're it welcome. was kind of wild. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. It was kind of wild because we had Dolly sitting with Colin Baker Saturday, and then our plan was to move some people around to keep things fresh and give different perspectives and whatnot. And we sat one of our um, one of our veteran fellows around with, with Colin, and Colin put up a fuss. He was like, no, I want my Dolly back. And, <laughs> and I am not in the... not Dolly. I'm not Where in the mood. Dolly? Right, exactly. I'm not in the mood to piss off a doctor uh so yeah we gave him dolly back immediately and uh, and and you guys did you were an awesome team over there you guys had a lot of fun over there we did and then you had terry malloy sitting right next to you oh god and he is just a double doctor who i am i'm facebook friends with terry malloy now now there's a there's a sentence i did not expect to say in my life ever (laughs) all right but i'm watching his little his antics and his observations he's going around to other uh, cons and he's also like me, he has his very poli- political. He has his political opinions on his home country of England, and uh, so it's interesting to see that he and I, if, if we were both countrymen, we'd probably like right side by side with each other. It's kind of fun. Anyway, so where where do we go from here? We talked we about, talking box, about office. box office. We're talking about box office. Sybil, do you have anything else you wanted to add? He's playing with the dice. Uh, it was awesome that all the badges were pretty much done to begin with, wasn't Mom, it? Mom, you, you yeah, that did office, help out. It'd just be nice if you Not left if you brought the, them. Um, Hey, Saturday ones were. Yeah, yeah well, I found them. I yeah. really did. I After the with fact. my Sharpie on markers. Sunday. Yeah. yeah, I found them on Sunday. So we're going to hey, make sure that we have all of those gone, on site. Gone. Yeah, Angie, go ahead. Here, Mom. Come on over, Angie. Angie's going to join the conversation for a moment. Say hi to my mommy. Hi, mommy. Hi. Yo. Just for a quick second, um, tickets and badges will next year be sent to me because I live closer. So that I can deliver them. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Angie was telling me. That, she was telling me that the that the office the next day when I finally showed up, she's like, "Okay, all of your badges, all of your lanyards, all of that stuff is going to come to my house. Okay, so just when you're done with it, just bring it over to my house, and because I'm only five minutes away, so if anything goes wrong, she can just duck right over to her place and come right back to the convention center. Oh, so nine times out of ten, I'm usually Sweet. pretty organized by it, and I could have sworn that we had them. I know, but, but we I always miss boxes. Yes, we always miss. We something. miss something. We and, always miss something. But it's we like, had the blank ones. So we had something that mm-hmm. was covered. So we had lanyards and things for them. Don't here, give me that. Here comes. You'll never be remembered for what you did right, only for what you did wrong. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm coming to Pittsburgh to get you, Sybil. Sybil is laughing her butt off right now. Angie. That was a good one. That was a good one. Come you know, on, you're supposed to support me, Sybil. You're my fellow Pisces. Come jo- on. Jules, Ian, it was a cranberry moment. It's all about moment. Capricorns. It really was, wasn't it? It was, it was a cranberry moment. Right. Explain. My the, the my kids, their great grandmother. My grandmother was notorious. <laughs> my grandmother at Thanksgiving was notorious for leaving the cranberry sauce in the microwave. 
And, and inevitably, and we would all forget, but inevitably what would happen is that about halfway, almost three quarters of the way through dinner, somebody would be like, oh, the grandma, and then we'd run off to the kitchen and find it, and there it is, and we bring it to the dining room table. So we, we call So we, that's the first one that comes to the table yeah, from now on. Exactly. So what happens it's is fun. that whenever something gets forgotten, I call it a cranberry moment. You know, so that's what that's what we're dealing with right now. A box of the badges got we left behind. We just call it a Cito moment. A Cito, because Cito's is your memory like mine is just a big block of Swiss cheese. Oh, that's because of my meds, but oh, yeah, yeah. Well, for me, it's just because I'm an idiot. Oh, <laughs> there's, there's a little bit of, uh, of that too. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm like I'm what second or third oldest no, in the room. I thought you had Swiss cheese brain from uh, jumping through time, like uh, Scott back. There you go. See, and quantum leaping. Mm-hmm. The second I was born, leaping. I forgot. Where am I going? There you go. All right. So what we talked about panels. We talked about the box office a little bit. What's in the middle? That would be the vendor floor. How do we how do we like the vendor floor? How'd it the work? Vendor floor. Okay. So I. Hey, microphones pick up things. The <laughs> like sounds. My poor kids. The vendor floor. The vendor floor Saturday was pretty was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was um a lot of people were wondering where where what the comics and stuff were yeah because once you enter mm-hmm. through the where was it? Where, where's that area the rest where the wrestlers was in the video games the gallery okay. the gallery yeah once you enter through there they all you see mainly is like you know the plushies and, and stuff so everybody's looking for the comics Walk. they think it's gonna be like front and center Right. Well, um, we look at the um, vendor floor layout so it's diverse and not everything is comic book, comic book, comic book, comic yeah. book, vendors side by side by side. Right. It's to um, get the flow of traffic going all the way yeah. through. I know uh, First Print Comics was <clears throat> on the first row, and then there was Pulp Nouveau mm-hmm. Comics that were right below the VIP row. 13th verse was 13th down on the main verse, floor, right? In. Right. They were all on the main mm-hmm. floor. Just, we had four? Did we have? Th- I think so. We no, I think com- we had five. We five or four. Th- Four, yeah, four I or just, five. I just can't remember all of them because I'm not a huge comic book aficionado. Yeah. So, so how are you but, here? I'll just play with you. You're fired. Oh. <laughs> I'm Tony oh. now. <laughs> <laughs> Billy could answer that more because you're a comic book aficionado. Yeah, so chances are you would have found all the comic book yeah, vendors it, it, that were there. It's not like it's not like we're going through. I mean, it was a big mm-hmm. room, but it's not it unmaneuverable. That, no. No, it, it, really it gives wasn't. you a chance to look at everything, right? And, and see, and you may find something in not comic book related. You like a shirt or a, a sword or, or whatever. Yeah. And it was, head. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty good because you had. Uh, we walked by with uh, my friend Steph, the pirate, right? <laughs> and uh, and her and Eric, and we we heard some guys having a conversation, and they were talking heroes, and you can. T- it was an actual decent conversation. Mm-hmm, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. One side was yelling and the other one was talking. Oh, that was the DCU oh, th- panel. I was just going to say oh, that. Was, about yeah. the, the DCU panel got oh, into that, a... That was very it was almost heated. Jerry Springer. Yeah. That, that was, was wild. Very they were actually having a decent conversation <laughs> and actually, you know, <laughs> stating why this hero is better and why this hero is worse. And uh-huh. It was nice to see that yeah. and not see, well, this hero is better because I say so. Well, yeah. Your say so doesn't really matter. <laughs> but but definitely, um, we're always going to balance that vendor floor mm-hmm. to make sure that the vendors and the attendees have an equal chance of finding something that they mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. And that they can't live without, such as like Billy's comics or his Flower uh, City Comic Con shirt that I, he has on today, which I absolutely love. I forgot yes. to buy one. Actually, we I have got some. I got one <gasps> of each. You can we'll, buy we'll one. Talk about I, those uh, I really ahead, liked uh, how um, we had uh, you the um, rows for the uh, for the vendor floor were uh, nice and wide, so yeah. you didn't have to worry about jamming traffic. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That the Dalek could get mm-hmm. through. Oh yeah, Dalek. Yeah. Could see, get we knew that the, we knew Mark Townsend was going to bring his right. Dalek with him. So and we chased knew. Sybil through the vendor floor. <laughs> <laughs> it chased everybody to the floor. Oh, there's an adipose in the my, my new stress ball. There. Oh, that's oh, an awesome working one. Working your adipose oh, off. Very nice. Um, and that's the thing, for for vendor floor, and that that brings up a great point. The vendor floor, we wanted to keep it spaced out to a particular degree because we want that open path of travel. We wanted to make sure that there was no bottlenecking, there was no clustering, but also, um, you know, you have basic things like fire code mm-hmm. that you have to adhere to, uh, and some conventions in this region do not do that. Nah. Uh, and so we want to make sure people are safe and comfortable. That's a bottom line. One. And it's going to add to the whole overall experience, you know, for for everybody. For just, you know, like we said, we want to appeal to the vendors and to the guests because the vendors are I, just as important to us. Go ahead, Sib. I actually talked to several vendors, and they said that they 
really love the layout because they've been to some conventions where they're next, like they're sandwiched in between two people who are exactly the same as they are. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't help any of them because if you're looking for one thing, you see three people there, mm-hmm. you're just going to go see one because it's, it's right there next to each other. But if they're spread around the convention room, you actually go and visit all of them. Right, exactly. And we, mm-hmm. I remember we had that conversation way back when we first started planning the first show, the 16 show. Uh, we were talking about how are we going to set this thing up, and we figured we could do departments, you know, so that you knew you, can, you could have your collector who wanted just comic books. You can go to one corner of the room, and he'd have all of those vendors right there around him. And, you know, we talked about that and doing things like that and putting things together like that, but then we realized that what's the point of wandering around the room and maybe exploring something or seeing something out of the corner of your eye that you didn't expect to see? So that we made a conscious choice to say, we're going to split everybody up, we're going to spread them out, and we're going to keep a limit on things. Well, now with comic book vendors, we're going to probably go for four, five, as we grow six, maybe even seven as we go along. Uh, we didn't have Cloud City with us this year, but no. we'd love to have those guys back because they're just so freaking awesome. Are you thinking about maybe one day putting like having a room for all, all the comic book vendors one day? No, but what we're doing actually, we're doing something complete, and I'm glad you brought that up. I'm going to make a quick reference to it. In September, we're going to do FC3 Mini. Or I can actually say it's called FC Mini. Is what, is, is what we're doing. I think it was the FC, the Mini Con. FCMC. Yeah. FCMC. And, <laughs> and that's going to be at the Grease Ridge Center Mall in September. And it's, and it's primarily Yeah, it's going to be a good old-fashioned comic book swap meet collector convention. It's going to be in the hallway Billy's right like, there. I'm I'm there. You. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to well, it. Well, I, like, I, was I, was I was looking for a certain comic when mm. I was there, mm-hmm. and I didn't find it, so I'm hoping to find it again. Yeah, hey. see, and that's and that's common. That's, that'll happen. We, remember when we had the 16 show, we had a lot of people say, well, I was looking for this, and I didn't find it, and so therefore that's why you failed. Um, but guys, d- did you bother to ask the vendor, hey, can we? do you know a guy who might have it? Or hey, do you know how I might be able to get it? Make those Actually, connections. last yeah. year there was a, a particular comic I was looking for and mm-hmm. wound up speaking with one of the vendors who had go. one of his story called his story, set it aside for me. There you I go. stopped and, and, at the store later that week and picked it up. So and you know. I think that's ahead, the take. other thing that people have to remember is a lot of these comic book stores have that brick and mortar store that they might not be able to get to the convention and be able to staff the convention and their store. If their store is open on Saturday and Sunday, it's more challenging for them to do it. So they're not going to necessarily be able to bring all their issues and clear Mm -hmm. out the entire Mm -hmm. store type thing, but it gives them to a chance to bring a portion of their inventory and then You've made a new connection with, mm-hmm. say, all heroes comics yeah. or whatever. And then mm-hmm. you're like, then you're like, okay, I'll be down later this week, type mm-hmm. thing. And and that's the thing to still generate business around Rochester and around our surrounding. I just, suburbs I just mainly like, like looking. I saw I saw a lot of books that even though I couldn't afford them, I saw a <laughs> lot of books that I was like, oh. And then it I makes you stop you and think of like, while. what do I want to save up for, type <laughs> yeah. thing? Because yep, you exactly. see something here, like. Ooh, could you just hold that for me, and I'll be back tomorrow. Like I, went, I wound up talking to the guys from the grading company just yeah. about grading comics. Uh-huh. I wound up with a great conversation for them for mm-hmm. like 15, 20 minutes. Oh, and those guys were phenomenal. Yeah, right? you talked to them too? Yeah. I talked to them about my uh, Stan Lee comic. Yeah. Because right after I got it signed, I was supposed to get it graded, mm-hmm. but it was like another 150 Oh, jeez. So I was like, hey, you know, if I bring this tomorrow, how much would it be? And they told me the same price. I'm like... I like it in the case that I have it in. It's beautiful. It just sits there and it looks at me. And I'm like, hi, how you doing? <laughs> a lot of the vendors were actually just happy with us in general because mm-hmm. I like to chat with people. So I oh, went yeah. around and mm-hmm. asked them how their experience were. Mm-hmm. And I've seen mm-hmm. some of the other cons and they've told me like they enjoyed our staff and they felt comfortable. They were very pleased with how we ran the con. Mm-hmm. And... They definitely will be seeing us again. Good. My, yeah. my wife made like almost like best friends with that Dottie Kins shirt lady. Oh, the ugly shirt shirt. Awesome, though. I love yeah. Dorothy. <laughs> I love Dorothy. Zach, do you want to jump in? Come on in. He's like, over, I'm man. more shocked that it was our, our only second con. Yeah. Yeah, we get that a lot. Go ahead, Z. Well, another thing about the shirt lady who was fantastic. Mm-hmm. If you don't end up buying something, you can always, a lot of them I know had cards. <clears throat> so yeah. you can take them and a lot of them have either brick and mortar or online. Exactly. Um, so this was an opportunity to introduce I was you gonna, to people. I was going to grab a shirt, like that 3D shirt. I don't know if anybody saw it or not. Um, yeah, I think I know which oh, one you're talking God. about. It was, that was, it was so cool. amazing. So you grab a card and then it's like, oh, well, I didn't get it there, but... I can get it down the road. They yeah. have a storefront. Yeah. Go check it out there. Yeah, we don't get a cut. 
Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's, it doesn't and matter to me if you buy it at the convention I, or I not. I was talking to a lot of the vendors too, yeah. and every one of them was like, "Oh, this is great," you know. Like I'm having a blast. I'm moving product. That's all that matters. Yeah, that's all that matters. Like I, I, one of our vendors was saying they made back twice their their vendor booth fee in the first half hour of Saturday. Wow. Yes. Um, wow. I w- I saw Sean a couple days, um, both Friday and Saturday, and mm-hmm. we were talking about the vendor floor and things like that. And he said that was the one thing that the vendors were amazed at is that our volunteers were like willing to sit at their booth so they could run and grab something to eat if the maid, the little maid cafe people weren't able to get around to them. Oh, that was fun having those girls the, and that one guy going to the bathroom and things like that. Yeah, we had yeah. maid cafe going on. But but it wasn't like your traditional. I want to see you in a French maid outfit, Ray. That would be scary no. as hell. <laughs> Whatever you want. No, yeah, dude. But it wasn't, it <laughs> no, wasn't the traditional. We're maid not doing cafe a horror show here, it's man. It's not something that we really knew yeah. much about. But now we so know how to we know how to use we that resource better. Adapted, now. improvised, and overcame. And they were so. And they helpful. were amazing. And a lot of the vendors were like, "Oh my god, where, how did we? Where did we get those from?" Did we, I'm not exactly the sure. Uh, I know them from as students at RIT. Um, mm-hmm. I. Not sure if they, that's how, where you guys found them, but uh, I think they found us. They, yeah, they, they came they, to us. Oh, cool. Yeah, that was cool. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah. Th- th- that's awesome. I love it. Yeah, they're all students at RIT. I know that. I uh, know them. Uh, so we know more for next yeah. year. Yeah, we got a better connection with yeah. them now, and and now they know what we're going to expect, uh, and we know sure what they're, they're capable at, of. I'm pretty sure they're all based out of uh, the RIT cosplay troupe. Good deal. They're awesome. Good deal. Okay, Ian, Ian I think had something. Ian, you had something you wanted to say. Bring it on. All right, back to the conversation where they felt. Like, we would talk to them. Mm-hmm. I'd usually go around because, well, I'm not a volunteer. I would just, you know, know the man who. <laughs> <laughs> He's got I the just, family connection. Yeah, family connection. I still, still walked it, yeah. around, made sure everybody was working, making sure they needed anything. Mm-hmm. If they needed anything, I'd point them to an actual volunteer, not like me because I'm useless. Oh, don't say <laughs> that. I table Don't sit. say that. You're did only you partially useless. Anything? Yes. You did? Yes. Oh. Yeah, he did. He's good at that. Well, he's, he's got a special connection well, with some of the you. friends in the... Well, thank you. dragons over there? I, well, no, he's, this is like a poker die. It's cool because there's full rays. Um, <laughs> did Did you bring Walter with you? I didn't bring Walter. It's in the car. Walter's in the car right now. I can Walter's go get him. He needed, he needed a vacation. I wore him out. <laughs> From the, Breaking uh, Bad? No, my, my fidget cube. I, I named it Walter not, on the fly. You did not meet Walter on Facebook? Okay. Well, there's a whole story there somewhere along the line. Yeah. Um, I own Walter a fidget cube. attended the convention. Too. Yes, I own a fidget cube. Its name is Walter, and it got Walter almost worn died. The hell we have out. to get an emergency helicopter in this. <laughs> yeah, let's bring in Mercy Flight. Um, but yeah, you know our fearless leader, the guy at the top of the food chain, Dan, um, our president. He has been a diehard Disney fan, and I know I've made mention of this on several occasions in other podcasts. He's been a diehard Disney fan since we were kids. Right. I think he's for conception. But you know what? I think it might. I, I wonder sometimes if he's not Walt Disney reincarnated. It could sometimes. Be, very I really well be. do wonder. I love um, Mickey Mouse. But the long and the short of it is Dan has always been, he's, he's gone to Disney often. He runs the marathon down there often. Um, but the, the whole philosophy behind the Disney parks is something he's always stressed to us to emulate. And it's a no-brainer. It really is a no-brainer. It's very easy. And it's just making sure that everybody is on the same page. And I, as, as right now one of my jobs is volunteer coordinator, uh, and so I really need to step up my game in making sure the volunteers all have more information because there were sometimes they got caught with their pants down and I felt bad about that. Not literally. Not real. Not literally. <laughs> well, during the costume contest, I heard there were some incidents. But um, but the, the long and the short of it is making sure that everybody is informed so that any person wearing an FC3 badge or shirt saying staff or volunteer or whatnot, that you can interact with them and get the amount of information you could get from a director. You know, that that person can help you. And I've always told my volunteers... You know, again, a no-brainer. A lot of the people that we've brought on on staff, you haven't had to tell of this sort of thing. They've been awesome right from the get-go. Like Angie, we we didn't really give you a whole lot of information ahead of time. You just parked. Get a lot of training. You, didn't, you know, she you just told basically <laughs> this is how you get the tickets done, and this is how you punch it in the computer. And then she has natural ability. I mean, she's great with and people. And she was a lifesaver for me. She is the only reason I was able to escape. <laughs> I taught her everything she knows. Sybil's throwing some love your way right now. I know you're not on on the headsets, headsets. at the moment. You want to get on? No, you can take me. She's here. Comes Ange. Come on. Here comes the Ange. I know, and that's oh. the one thing that oh. we know that we have to improve yeah. is the communications with the volunteers ahead of time right. and getting more discussion with them and yeah, getting exactly. to meet each yeah. other and things like that. did not have as much info as it needed. Really? <laughs> What's now? What was that? The info desk. I know. It didn't have as much info as needed? Yeah. Well, well you know what? The info like, desk didn't... They didn't know 
Go ahead. Where does like p- people would come up all the time asking, okay, where do you sign up for the cosplay contest? They mm-hmm. had no idea. Yeah, something and that they needed to know. Right? That was a communications breakdown for us because we were under the impression that a lot of that had been handled, and we didn't follow. So we just didn't follow up on it. So that was our bad for dropping the ball on that one. Um, but from here, like you know, just making sure that everybody who has the staff and the volunteer shirt on ha- knows the same thing as the directors. Um, mm-hmm. So so that we can go from there, and and we can continue doing that whole checking on the, on the people and you know checking on the crowd, checking on the ticket holders, checking on the vendors, making sure the people have things going on and that they don't need anything. Checking on uh, the VIPs, and I'm going to come over here to talk to Dolly in a minute about VIP row and our VIP liaison Tonya. Go ahead, Tony. You want to know what I really loved? No. Um, all right. <laughs> not, not, I don't. Not until you tell well, me, man. Uh, well, your I, eyes are crystal blue. <laughs> Mine are shit brown. <laughs> Mine and are crystal blue. Family friendly anymore. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, I really love talking to the artists. Uh, okay. A lot. Of, all of them were really nice, and uh, I was actually able to like sit, uh, talk to them, and um, have uh, genuinely good conversations with them. Our local artists are amazing. The guys oh, yeah. that Judah Nevedonsky has brought to our attention mm-hmm. over the over the past couple of years, like Eugene Commodore, Shane Logan, mm-hmm. uh, you know, even uh, your your friend there, Doug uh, Arthur, Doug and uh, then Bill, and Bill, Bill Anderson, had a blast from what I understand. Doug Nigel, Arthur, Nigel Carrington, Richard. Nigel enjoyed himself. Nigel was a great yeah, guy. He's, Nigel he's a lot of fun. Yeah. And then you know Jason Ferguson's like you know best buddy to the world. The guy's so freaking amazing. And then it's Stephanie Oswald and and just all these oh, people. She was amazing. She's a doll. Oh my God! Can I tell you I how much? Girl. She did on Friday as a as a volunteer before she was yeah. her artist yeah. presence on Saturday and Sunday. Oh my God, she's she's just amazing. She I would have I know like I'm lost missing people too. Before like well we have we also had Liz, um, Rob Dumo Liz and Liz Pritchard, Liz, oh, international award winning Liz in, Pritchard. She's currently yeah. in Taiwan, Thai, Thailand. I Thailand? thought Thailand, Thailand, Thailand. Yeah, hey, she I run into a local judge. Her while she's her itinerary. Yeah, is. <laughs> I guess what I think. I think she's in Taiwan she's, because the judge is in Thailand. I currently hate all of you for that one. <laughs> I, I the power of technology, we can always figure this out. But the people are amazing. The people that we had working with us and the people that we had on, on Vendor yeah. Floor and, and Artist Alley, everybody was just just so so much fun to be around. I was just having such a great time watching everybody having a great time. <laughs> one thing I... I couldn't even tell you how many times I had to tell people to stop standing on the stairs. No, oh, I know. People got to walk through. Yeah. Oh, we're just looking. No, go look down there. Enjoy <laughs> the con. Yeah, well, there you know, we had that two-level wonder floor. Yeah. You know, so, and we're, we won't have that again uh, going forward, um, unfortunately, because that's a feature that's just going to kind of fade into the background now that vendor floor is going upstairs. Um, but it was fun to watch people kind of just kind of stop and just kind of stare over the lilac ballroom going, wow, look at it all. You know, yeah, well, there's a lot out there. Go ahead. Go go explore. I'm like, I, I don't mind. I don't mind if you stand off to the side, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. as long as you're not on the stairs, like people mm-hmm. through, I'm happy. Nope, they want to stop on the stairs and just admire everything. Yeah, yep. That's just, well, you know, there was a lot to admire. It was a good-looking yeah, show. That, that that it was. All right, so let's wander on our way to, to VIP row, and for that, we're going to talk to our VIP liaison who's texting at the moment. No, I was double-checking a likely story. Facebook, to, and Liz is in the Philippines and in Taiwan. Oh, okay. She's but then in I Taiwan. came across a picture It says, how fitting, a Ford toy that teaches you how to walk. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so that's why I had to laugh. And yeah. and uh, Dolly Marie over here. Yes. Not, not Donnie and Marie, but Dolly Marie. Dolly Marie. She's a little <laughs> bit country and a little bit rock and roll, all in one package. <laughs> And she's extremely excited because she was a Whovian and oh, I know. And we oh, put yeah. her with Colin. We put her with Colin. I was getting thank you notes like every day for about three weeks straight. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. And then she started saying, "I'm the doctor's companion." I, I, I have a I ring for put you it then. on Facebook that I was going to be the doctor's companion uh-huh. and to come out and see me and Colin at FC3. Uh-huh. You know, not Colin with Dolly being there. Is no, come see me. Yes. and Colin Baker. <laughs> And Colin Come Baker. It's all the about the companions, not the doctor. Next to Colin it really Baker. is. Yeah. <laughs> makes the doctor. He Come is. On. It oh. really does. It really oh. does. It's gotten Can just as important. The, in the VIPs guests that we had in this year were absolutely we phenomenal and amazing, and things like that. We've done really good and, at picking some and friendly we have. people. And and. And even though like all the the travel snafus that were happening, and that Tom Kane didn't get in until Saturday morning, um, and he had to be picked up at the airport. And I want to thank um, 
Sean, one of our volunteers that is the gopher, and he does oh, pretty much so, everything. He's so tolerant of like, us. He's like, next time he goes, can you at least put a break in my schedule, please? I, because he had like no break in any of his schedule for the entire weekend. He just went everywhere. He was not happy with me. But he does this because he loves us, and he's a friend of ours, and he does everything for the friend. But he was there. He was getting the food, and he was getting other things, and and he picked up Tom Kane from the airport, and he was supposed to meet Jerry Lawler at the airport on Sunday at least to get him in here, but then whole travel arrangements for him. And I think that's the most challenging part to this is mm-hmm. all the organization and the logistics that's around there. So, And, Tanya, I, you got to pick up your Red Power Ranger I friend, didn't did, you? Well, I didn't get to pick him up. I just <laughs> met him at the airport. Okay. And I, yeah. Now, if I could yeah, – no. Well, he actually picked me up in the green Ooh. room when we crashed into each other. He was yeah. coming out of the green one. I was coming mm. into the green room. He's like, hey. I'm like, hey, if you're going to knock into me, you might as well hug me. He goes, okay. And he proceeded to. <laughs> nice. and, and it was like not like a two-second hug. It was like a – 10 to 30 seconds to I don't know how long it went. <laughs> she is counting. She it's is still happening. But I walked into the green room and Evan goes, man, you're red. I'm like, well, the red Power Ranger just grabbed me. So, yes. I have an but, amazing story about that. But, Go ahead. But for him, uh. he kept getting a hold of our walkie-talkie radios. Oh, oh I've yeah. heard about that. I heard, yeah, I heard so, that. So what ha- Austin St. John was not only entertaining the crowd and the ticket holders. He was entertaining holders, the staff. He, he would get on staff and make. Sure, he would get on the walkie-talkie range and just start chatting with us. It was just hilarious. And he thought that we would all stop him. Yeah. He was waiting for us He was to waiting stop for him. us to stop him. He kept looking at me like, can I go all the way with this joke? Yeah, go ahead. You're not done yet. I don't think he realized that we're a bunch of misfits ourselves. Oh, yeah. But, and he's Absolutely. used to grabbing one of the radios at the larger conventions, and the ones that are like 100-plus radios that right. are going through, and he will change all the channels. Yes, and mess and, them up. And get to like the security channel and get to this channel. And, uh-huh. get to the, and, and when he was in the green room, he was going off and blah, 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 and said his joke, and then all of a sudden he goes... Security breach, green room, it's morphin' time. <laughs> Tim Newton from the convention our, our, center. Our convention center liaison comes flying in the room. Green room. Oh my god! And then hilarious. it made the connection. He made the connection. What was said after well, that? That was morphin' time. He ran in, and we were all laughing our butts off. And he's like. I'm out. <laughs> and and so we have to thank Tim for for being as patient as he is, putting up with us for the whole two years now. Way. Two years that man has suffered us. Now, now to take this lighthearted conversation to make it serious, oh, which, is, which isn't me ahead, normally, brother. but the, the following week uh-huh. there was a security problem at a right, convention at, in yes, Phoenix. Yes. Yes. So, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. A, a surrounding, strangely enough, a Power Ranger. And at yes. first I thought it was our Power Ranger, no. but no. it wasn't. It's it was the green. Uh, Jason David Frank. Yes, yes. and th- there was a, uh, a man with a weapon looking to uh, do him some harm. From yeah, weapons, plural. He wanted to do some harm to him. So mm-hmm. how will this affect conventions in general and ours in particular? Well, well I'm glad you from asked. From what I read, from what Go he's ahead, been Ray. posting lately, he is starting to do a, uh, a thing for all conventions where, he, where from now on it's... you got to have a certain level of security. Uh, yeah. Okay. And... Uh, he has a Facebook Live comment going to, um, live on June 4th at yep. 6 o'clock Central Time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Where he's, he's going to talk about the whole thing. Right. Um, but the, his, his main ordeal is to it's pretty much, you know, go, go through this and, and, I don't know, pretty much... I Be safe get, and secure. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't find the word. <laughs> and that's and that's all well and good. And that and I'm glad you brought that up, Billy, because this is actually a very important thing to talk about. And we're going to reanalyze our weapon policy as well. A lot of conventions are doing it. There's a bunch of local con- uh, com- conventions in Western New York that are all beginning to kind of step back and look at things. There's going to be practical, feasible methods to ensure people's safety. Mm-hmm. And we will explore everything we possibly can. Now... We also have to acknowledge that there's a very large and healthy cosplay community, especially in the Rochester, Monroe County area. And we'd want to be able to respect that when they have these big, obnoxious costume pieces. And prop weapons. Yeah, and prop weapons that that they're not inconvenienced to the point where it kind of ruins the theme and the vibe of their costume. So there's a balancing act that needs to be done where we respect the ticket holder, but also respect that we want everybody to be safe. And we're going to be taking steps, and we haven't written an official policy yet at this point, but you can expect that we're going to be doing a little bit more aggressive checking of things at the door. We're going to be monitoring things. If somebody comes in with a backpack, we may have to request the ability to search the backpack just to make sure. 
Um, we're going to say if, if weapons, uh, you know, if they're, it's an obvious like metal replica piece that you don't bring it in the first place, that you find something that can be a little bit more off. off. It's always been shocking to me that some places have allowed real weapons, mm-hmm. you know, swords and mm-hmm. the such. I've like I've been the Fan Expo a few times in Toronto, mm-hmm. and I've never it's never been a problem. But I've always looked at it and go, this could be a problem. Yeah. Right. Well, you, we come from an era, especially Billy, you and I, and Zach. I'm pretty sure you know you're you're up there with us in terms of age. Thirty uh, five. Oh, 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 it's the gray in the beard that throws me off. You're, you're, I'm like older than you by a shit ton. All right. Um, so now I'm gonna be here comes the arthritis again. Anyway, but, but Billy and I grew up in an era where we didn't lock our doors. We didn't have to. Yeah. You know, and, and also you could trust that the guy who has the, the, the knight's outfit with the sword, the broadsword to decide, that, that he he's not going to pull it out and start hacking at people. We've gone into an era in this 21st century where you can't trust that as much anymore. And it's unfortunate. It really is a bad apple spoils the whole bunch effect because I'm pretty sure 99.5% of the people who walk through our door, you're going to be able to trust and understand and appreciate and share things with. But you can't risk that there's going to be that one maniac right. who walks through the door and ruins it for everybody. And ruins it for everybody. So so what we want to do is create a policy that doesn't ruin it for everybody, but gives everybody the understanding that we want to make sure that they are safe. You know, we're not going to be rid- if you come in and you're doing Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy and you've got the big, really huge, like foam plastic sword, we're not going to ding you for it. You know, we're just going to ask you to swing it around like a maniac, you know, just just, you know, it's part of your costume. We get it. We're going to have somebody check it out to make sure nothing's hiding in it or anything like that. And then we'll move on. Ray, go ahead. Didn't you have that at the first one? We did have that at the we had it at the first two. We were basically trying to, you know, basically our entire weapon policy was don't be a dick. That's basically it. Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. We're going to keep an eye on you. And if we don't and and we told people right up front, if we're not comfortable with it, we're going to communicate with you. We had one guy who did a a scary clown thing and he reached out. Oh, my God. He reached out to us ahead of time. He he reached out to us ahead of time, said, here is my whole outfit. This is what I want to do. Is it kosher? That was classy. We, we, We were like, you gave us the opportunity to comment on it. So we really appreciate that. We we're going to ask you to kind of tone it down just a little bit if there's certain parts you can kind of avoid doing. But but other than that, have a great time. Feel free to do your thing, and we really appreciate you stepping up to us. So cosplayers, if you are not completely 100% convinced that maybe one of your pieces is, is a little questionable, reach out and ask us. Send us pictures. Say, hey, FC3, this is my costume. Is it cool? And we can look and say, hey, can you – or or we might just say, no problem, just check in with us at the front gate and let us know so we can let you in. You know, we, it may lead to a, a program where we do special passes ahead of time, like pre-screening at the airport almost. Right. You know, we, we can set that up ahead of time where we can get together and we can inspect your materials ahead of time and say, okay, this is all signed off. We'll, you know – Put a little marker on it or whatever. We'll put a little peace tie on it or something that's just to see that we've done it. Well, we, you know, we're going to be flexible. But like I said, and as in everything else, as with the way we approach the vendor floor, as we approach our panel schedule, as we approach everything that we do, FC3, we want to do everything balanced. We want to give you the opportunity to be creative, but we also want to make sure you understand that we're doing the things we do to make sure that everybody is safe. Did you have your hand up, Ray? Did you want to say something else? Oh, no, I just had a story about Austin. We'll oh. get to that. We'll get yeah, back no, to we'll, we'll get back to Austin, Austin in a moment. <laughs> because actually... I'm pretty sure everybody at this table has an Austin story at this point now. Oh yeah, you know. So and and Tanya has a couple of Austin stories that didn't actually happen in reality, but uh, yeah, they well... happen in the back of her mind while she's just kind of sitting there staring at him, going, "Oh my God, yeah. he's so dreamy." <laughs> he is so dreamy. He's so cute. He's a pocket full of wonderful. He is. He really is. He is. But this, Sybil has a couple of great stories about Austin, too, but go ahead, Tanya. But this yes, goes, do. at, um, does a nice segue into the cosplay mm-hmm. contest yep. area and things like that, because there was a lot of feed, feedback in regards to the cosplay contest. And <laughs> um, yes, we do admit that we were not necessarily as organized this year as we were last year, and we definitely have to make improvements for that. And we've already acknowledged the fact that the cosplay contest said from 12 to 2 in the program, <laughs> mm-hmm. but what we really need to do, and there was a couple of them in here that were talking about um, the schedule said 12 to 2, but it didn't really start until 1.15, and then the other issue was that they encountered was the prejudging of the cosplay contest was listed as if it was the actual contest, so that's back on us to make sure I think Sybil's I, breathing Sybil, heavy. Yeah, it does Sybil, you okay, honey? Yeah, I just Little pain from my foot. Oh, oh, that's right. You had foot surgery recently. I'm sorry. We're all we're all sending good love and juju. So thanks. We we're already acknowledging the fact that 
we have to make the adjustments in the the programming as part of the programming that mm-hmm. the cosplay will be cosplay prejudging on the thing that um, that the cosplay contest will be from this time to this time. But prejudging, maybe we'll have to make a note somewhere so it's not necessarily that people are not sitting there waiting on the stage right. for the cosplay contest to start when you need 45 minutes to an hour to prejudge everyone's costumes before they actually go. And that's definitely not my forte, so... We'll, we'll have to defer to our cosplay... Ambassador to the cosplay nation, nation yes. Rika. In, in order to, Rika. To, to to get that to be a little more flowing, because mm-hmm. I know there were a lot of people on the um, stairs, mm-hmm. steps, waiting for the cosplay, and yeah. I, I at least came through the foyer at one time going, there's way too many people out here, I'm going this way, type thing, because, because there was people in line waiting to be judged, mm-hmm. people in line... And they just didn't get to it yet. So, well, you know, and a lot of the issues that we had throughout the course of the weekend are was our own fault. We, there are our own Absolutely. doing. There was a cock up in the programming, in the actual structural physical program itself, the schedule that didn't that get translated. Our well layout, to Sunday, yeah, that we our, didn't watch our layout. Um, our layout person made a quick shortcut, and it went through two proofreadings from the actual board of directors, and we all missed it. So it's nobody's fault but the board of directors. We, we, we blew something out of the water there. And so it ended up confusing everybody on Sunday. And we totally apologize yeah, for that. Yeah, I that, mean, that. we're going to own it. We, 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 you know, we learned from that, and we're going to own it. And I'm going to – did you got a hand up over there? No? Okay. No, I saw a hand up over here. going for donuts. Gotcha. Donuts are, donut holes are rolling around the room right now. You guys right are now. welcome. Can I just mention um, go ahead, real quickly Angie. that yeah. this is your second Comic-Con mm-hmm. and right. that you we rolled in this second Comic-Con like we have been doing this all our lives. Yeah. So for errors like that to happen and beat yourself up really bad about it, it's not even worth the time. The only thing is we're, we're to improve it. and yeah. owning it. Um, but so everybody realizes this is the second Comic-Con, not yeah. the 99th. She's and there's a lot of more than I am. Oh, I'm telling you, she's awesome. That, um, you know. I, we went to the hugest one out in New York City, and mm-hmm. they God. had many things that we we thought were not um, up to par, considering mm-hmm. the amount of time that they were up and running, and, and mostly with the organizations and the the I, I called it the lineathon because <laughs> it was so <laughs> difficult to yeah. just get to where you needed to go. You had we had at least two pre lines before we got to the line. I actually slept. In a line waiting to get to the next line. We both so did. We fell asleep right this in the actually, line. That's amazing. This actually ran without without a hitch that I think of. We had a little bit of miscommunication, but nothing that didn't dissolve itself right there on the spot. So this is the second annual Comic-Con, and we're going on the third, and this is, I think it was wonderful. How are we doing on time, Billy? Uh, we're 52 minutes. Oh, we're cruising right along. Yeah. We'll, we'll wrap, roll around this one up to an hour. Okay. That's fine. I'm, cool. I'm, pretty, I'm good at talking, as everybody in the room knows. Really? Uh-huh. Angie, thank you. That was an awesome comment. That's Sunday, great. Go ahead. I, I like this Comic-Con. You like this Comic-Con? Because... Well, thanks. I think we'll keep you. <laughs> well, thanks. Well, it's your, it's your Comic-Con, too, wait, now, man. Wait, wait. Congratulations. Does that mean I'm hired again? Uh, you put your volunteer application back in, and we'll yeah. see where we put you. See, see, Tony can tell you um, that everybody who gets fired, it's just automatically assumed that you're usually hired within the next 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. 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 Ray it's, can't be my babysitter anymore. Ray, Ray can't be your babysitter anymore? No, I'm going to volunteer next year. That's right. You're going to be 16, 16 next year. Um, you're still be watched. Well, no, no. You know what? The, you know what the thing is, Jules. This is my daughter Juliana who made that mention right no, there. No cosplay you, contest. You're going to have to work. You're going to have to be part of things, and I and I get to fire you now. Ooh. You've been doing that all my life. I'm not. No, surprised. I usually. It's called I'm grounding you. That's a difference. <laughs> no, you can't really fire her. She's a volunteer. She's not getting paid. <laughs> She's a fire second pay. Well, Tony never called me on that. Thank you for feeding him that one. Yeah, but now he's he's <laughs> he's, he's been promoted. Well, he's was, a staffer now, so now I can demote him and fire him. It's awesome. Yeah, I got options. It's, it's a, a golf bag. Uh, a whole. Go ahead. Feel with this last month mm-hmm. that I had to get. I had to get out, and I just. And Comic Con was the thing that I needed to do. Yeah. And no, you had a rough month. I had a horrible month, yeah. but there was a bright side. And and, and we and we brought <laughs> and, it to you, brother. And Flower City Comic Con was that. Actually, that was it. Flower I City was part of the bright that, side. Yeah. <laughs> now, go ahead, Bill. Down, now, before we started recording, Tanya had some notes. Uh, there was a poll up that yes. people. I I'd awesome. li- I'd just I'd like to know what some of the comments were. Both oh, positive, you know what? So we will start. Let's we will start it. wrapping these the, this particular podcast up by firing off some of these comments. Now we got these comments. Um, Dan sent out a survey to anybody who bought tickets online through our GrowTix application. So we got and something it was like. 
and it's also on our Facebook page. And it's also been posted to our Facebook page. So even even now, if you we're have still comments, gonna take we're going to listen and we hear. And we've received almost we've over two hundred responses already at this point. Right, I think right, yeah, right now on here it's one hundred ninety one. Okay. Plus so that was everything that that was when that was printed out last week. So we know right. I know we've got a couple of new ones. Now these Absolutely. comments, a lot of them are positive. Some of them are constructive. Like I said, a couple of people just felt like trolling us for the fun of it. Oh. We might even read one of those for the fun of it. <laughs> um, but let go ahead, Tanya. Well, read a couple ones. The very first off. one is the construction of the venue <laughs> was a little frustrating, but but okay. Mm-hmm. And I think and that I think looking at the um, escalator issue yeah. in the convention center that was and, rough. and and some of the construction issues are definitely out of our control but um i'm glad that they said that it was just frustrating but okay um i know that people there was convention staff there directing people saying that you could still use the um escalators it was just a little daunting starting to go down those first couple steps because mm-hmm, they of the way they're balanced they're balanced and yeah. it was kind of weird or you could wait 20 years for the elevator to come up and get you <laughs> um, yeah that elevator in the convention center is slower <laughs> yeah, than congress actually um, can, can i just say down the construction downtown did us no favors no, no. Not, not just the race the race was a pain but did you see our new attraction on sunday the the the, the, new, oh, when they were re- the newest attraction the outside when the the crane was outside taking the logs out of the river. Oh, I did see that. Yes. So I actually had posted mm-hmm. a picture on our Facebook page to come down and see our new attraction mm-hmm. on Sunday. Type the, thing. The deconstruction of Groot. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you on that day? Oh, we needed that comment oh, two weeks that. ago. Oh, oh that's awesome. Poor Groot. That was phenomenal. But, but can I tell you, like, even that morning, we're like, oh, whatever. But half of us ran outside to the patio to watch them for, like, five, ten minutes because <laughs> yeah. what person, adult, kid, whatever, doesn't like a big truck or a big crane truck. or whatever to see what they're doing type thing. So I played it up, and that, mm-hmm. that was one of the things. So, um, before you go into the next comment, okay. Go oh, ahead, no, I was just agreeing with her. That's oh, okay. Why. <laughs> All right. Gotcha. I thought you had something you wanted to add. Go ahead, Tanya. And we already talked about, and I had highlighted that, um, the times on Sunday were different than in the book, then, and that, and so people had missed them. Mm-hmm. And we already said that that's definitely our fault that we need to double check the program. Right. Um, what they would like is a video game room, and that's definitely something that we're, we're actually looking working on. Into that. Talked about that, yeah. yeah. Yes, that, that, that's something we're, we're working yeah, on for 2018. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to I'm going to try and put a flyer around uh, RIT campus. Okay. See if I can get some indie game developers from RIT, that gotcha. Be great. Yeah. Um, I love this. It says a special treat was the Star Starship Bridge Simulator that mm-hmm. was unexpected and amazing in capital letters. Yeah, Rick is awesome with his He's team. Like, please, I, please I, invite them back. I went in there and I just sat in people and watched the people do it. Yeah, you didn't and play? So, no, so someone said, "Would you like to?" Tra-? No, I just like watching you. <laughs> <laughs> we went a couple times and we we couldn't get in. There was so many. It was yeah. always I filled think, up I every think time. Rick said there was like only three slots that were not used the entire weekend. And what's mm-hmm. Rick's like? Is Esteline? Esteline. Rick Esteline and the Starship Bridge, bridge Simulator folks. Starship Horizons. Starship Horizons. Bridge Simulators. These a- guys are awesome. They were with us first year. They were going to be with us. I, I, you know what? As, as long as we're going to be putting on Comic-Cons, the Bridge Simulator is going to keep coming back. Um, one thing that um, people would like is descriptions of the panels in yeah. the guide, and that's ba- basically. I had trying- them all written up, but I didn't transfer them to the program, so that so, was my mistake. And so that's something that we're starting to do now. Mm-hmm. Is I know Dan has created an FC. Um, the FC 2018, 2018 board is already open. Um, files already open on our Dropbox, so I think he's already created something that says program in there. So. We're going to have to give Tony access to that part yeah, of Dropbox. Yeah, Tony, once, once we know um, the exact layout of how we're going to do things, you and I will start working on panels right off the bat. Get okay. The, get, and then And then the descriptions. Go from there. So we have the descriptions right away. When and we if you ever need help writing things down, just let me know. Of course. Um, someone said to check, take a peek at Hawaii Con's events program descriptions from 2016 for my for ideas. Okay. So I highlighted that. It's like, because it's a small target con of only about 5,000 visitors. So it's a smaller con like ours. Okay. So that, that's, that's cool. I thought it was a um, great thing to do. Um, people are suggesting that we have like one huge con, um, current comic artist writer that it would draw more comic people to the con instead of a lot of littler ones. We are already working on our guest list for 2018 and we have uh, one or two people in mind for the comic book artist uh, presentation and uh, there's some very cool names involved right now um somebody did say that they can suggest some uh 
uh, people for us for next year to help with the panels. So whoever mm-hmm. you were, um, we'll go back and try to find you. You were number 95 on our list. We're going to start recruiting um, volunteers, I think, probably around uh, the end of end of the summer. We're going to start yeah. working and, and uh, recruiting and requiring and organizing the volunteers and right as, after and that. And as soon as we know um, the official dates, we're going to yep. probably open the um, volunteer link on GrowTix so people can just start, so we can start organizing now. Bingo. Even if, in, because the more time that we have, the, the better. better it'll be. Um, they, some people were suggesting that a bigger venue would work. Um, as Chris has already mentioned, that we have half of the upstairs next year. Mm-hmm. So, um, and venue is always a thing. When we started working on the first show three years ago, at this point now, wow, time I think it flies was like four years ago, wasn't it? Um, 2014. Late it was 2000. Late was 2014 it? is when we had our first meeting at your house for the for the 16 show. It feels like so long ago. I know. I it actually does, want to know it? how that conversation started. We, we will tell know. that story another day. <laughs> I will tell that story another day right now. Because over some wine. Over some wine. <laughs> but um, the long and the short of it is we, we, we did a lot of research on venues right off the bat. And we actually wanted, right the first conversation we had, we, we wanted to go the to the convention center. center, but we thought it would be too expensive. And it turned out not being you know after all of this stuff we're like the most room and the best bang for the buck is going to be the convention center all right there here we go and and we looked at like the rit in in conference center Mm -hmm. we we've played around with rochester tech park we've played around with the the joe marina radisson the hyatt and the radisson more memorial we we've we brought it back to Mm -hmm. coming home that we're home at the convention center so we want to keep it downtown Rochester because mm-hmm. this, because we want everyone coming into Rochester because Rochester does have a lot yeah. to offer people. We were actually at one point we were looking at the High Falls buildings behind WXXI, mm. but there was just it was not enough space, not enough space where we wanted to grow. But anyway, go ahead, Ray. Do you guys ever think that once you know we're further down the line, mm-hmm. they'll maybe take over the Blue Cross Arena? No. Or, or the do Blue you Cross, want to stay where you were at? I want to stay where we are. Well, Blue Cross, is, has, it's a great space, but it's more for like sporting events and, and big demonstration events. It doesn't really feel, it's never had the feel. I don't know how well it would work it out It wouldn't for translate for us. Because you need the separate, I was just going to say, you yeah. need the yeah. separate rooms for panels. And I know for, that on like Twin Tiers or something did it mm-hmm. down um, in like a um, hockey rink. In an arena. T- in an arena type thing. And, and a lot of people said it didn't feel very right. Mm. It, it's just. Yeah. It, it's it, got it, a cold feel to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, not, that was. I didn't even mean that as a joke. Where's it's your funny. rim shot? Yeah, there's the rim shot on that one. Um, um, oh, it's too late. It's always too late for us on um, that. Yeah. But here's the thing: um, we have a plan. We have a business plan. Um, you know, we we in we this do. plan. Yeah, we do. We've talked about it. You've been in those meetings. Awake too. Um, Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes F- we, we have an evolution over. for FC three yes. in mind. Over the next few years, we're we've, we're going to have a building and a half, and then and then we're going to move to the whole building. So we're going to have the whole second floor at one point or another. And then when they build onto it, yeah, and there's actually talk that there will be a third floor on the on the convention center now. On the Empire Ball, uh, the Empire Rooms now, the North and South, mm-hmm. they're planning eventually on building on top of that. And we'll take it. You know, or, and then we also have the opportunity to spill out into the neighbors. We have the Hyatt we have great space at the Hyatt, the Radisson, the Hilton Gardens. Are within five minute walking. Easy. They should make one more floor and call it the FC floor. Well, you know, just for us. <laughs> the third floor for FC three, FC three's floor, FC third floor. Well, the best part about Archon is that you can find the panel rooms. Yes. You know where they are. Yeah. And yeah. It's easy, even if I, mm-hmm. you know, just came in and I mm-hmm. didn't have a. We did up our signage a lot, and we're going to do that more. Where is this panel? Oh, I'm not exactly sure, but all the panel rooms are right over here. Mm -hmm. Just direct yourself that way. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that will definitely help next year with Mm -hmm. having the whole first floor will be all the activities in the panel rooms, so you really can't get lost. We're going to increase our signage. We're going to do... Go ahead, Tony. Tony might be able to get lost. Oh, yeah. Uh, Well... (laughs) I think Tony's got lost. a better sense of direction than I do. I don't want to hear it. Go <laughs> ahead, Tony. Scouts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, now I'm I just do that really, when I was really curious. Uh-huh. Uh, can I hear one of the troll uh, comments? Oh, yes. I would yeah. love to hear one. I didn't highlight those, so give me a moment. Talk amongst <laughs> yourself. Mm-hmm. Hi, Tony. How are you? I'm doing great, Ray. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. <laughs> I'm right. having That's another awesome. donut hole. Fellas, fellas, fellas. I didn't really mean it like that. I can't you, flirt with Tony. You're, you're both fired. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, like I said, we do have a business plan. Uh, you know, I had made mention on a couple of occasions in other conversations that we've we've kind of started 
not so much mimicking, but patterning ourselves after the Grand Rapids, Michigan convention because they've done a great job over there. They just finished their sixth show last year. They're already uh, on six. They're on six at this wow. point, and their metro their metro area population is about one point three million, and they brought in a box office of twenty to thirty thousand people in their last show. Wow, that's insane, and they did a great job, and a lot of people love that show. So we have a metro area population in Rochester of one point one million. So if we can do this, if you build it, they will come. We also have mm-hmm. Buffalo and Syracuse within a day's, you know, easy an hour's travel of us. You know, these are the, having FC three with a box office of twenty to thirty thousand in about five to six years is not out of it's not an uncontrollable thought. It's not a pie in the sky kind of a thought. So we are building this show to continue to evolve, to continue to take your comments, to continue to do, to bring things together where it all comes together. If I may fall back on our favorite slogan, he did a little dance there. I did a little dance there. I'm doing. <laughs> the Howie Mandel thing, you know. If, if we I'm, are the water, they are the horse. There it is. <laughs> Bring the horse to water, baby. And uh, and we're going to continue to evolve and make this thing, you know, every so often we're going to take a hit. We might make a mistake. We might uh, do something we didn't expect to do, and we'll learn from that and move on. You know, that's the way we're going to play this thing. Did you find anything good yet, Tanya? Because I'm vamping my ass off over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found a couple things. All right, um, fire one off. The first got? thing is price of tickets were too expensive based on the amount of vendors and content. Um, the second is the panels were kind, really kind of boring panels. I feel like this con was geared more towards the older generation, so that may be why. Okay. Um, so That's valid. That, so um, it, a husband had purchased a VIP ticket for Colin Baker online, said that there were, would be special times for the VIP autograph and picture, but it was just during the normal times. They also said that they could be seated for the panel discussion 10 minutes early, but then got seated at the same time when as everyone else so yeah. just sat in the front row. Yeah, the so combination having to of the stand panels. in line for 10 minutes early when you have VIP and don't get VIP treatment seems a little crazy. Mm-hmm. So if you pay the VIP price, you should have VIP status. If you have VIP, you shouldn't have to wait for autograph or photo. You should just get an assigned time just for VIPs. And that's something that that's we valid. have talked yeah. about that um, things that we're definitely going to adjust. Um uh, there was a lot of things in regards to the um, panels and not having anything to do after a certain time, and we've right we've, late night content, um, and that's a big thing among the cosplay community. I've noticed is late night content, and this is from, a I'm lot gonna, of people were asking me about a rave, and I'm like, there's yeah. a rave here. No, <laughs> what what there was is it, you know, and I'll it get to that. It was Friday in a night, and they yep. missed it. Yeah, well, and I'll get to, and we'll start wrapping this particular podcast up on this particular point. Um, so what had happened is a lot of the cosplay kids were used to going out afterwards and doing things more and, and having like maybe even 18 plus content and things like that. Uh, we acknowledge that we, we did the best we could with the resources we have, and this is something we're actually planning on adding on. We do have an idea that we're brewing right now. We have the launch party on Friday night, which was not, it was a pretty good success. We were very happy with it. We're going to enhance that. We're going to work on that more. Uh, and so that's a bit of a more of a bigger event. And then Saturday, we do have a plan in mind right now. Uh, I can't go into too much detail at the moment. But uh, we have a plan. But we have a plan. We're planning on, on pushing our, our actual hours so that we can do more with panels. Uh, and then we're going to see if we can push a little bit later into the evening on Saturday so that we can do more with like panel programming. And then we're also working right now on a plan for Saturday evening. Uh, will it be a rave? No, it's not going to be an actual rave, but there's going to be an event that will have some offshoot events. It's a nascent idea right now, nascent being just got born, um, but we want to develop it and work it out a little bit more. You're going to be hearing about it a little bit more because I actually want you to be involved in what's going on in my head a little okay. bit more. I just pointed at Ray with that one. That's uh, a frightening place to be. Yeah. It is a frightening place to be. <laughs> I know. Yes. I'm see, sorry, the best Ray. Part, Good luck with that. No, it's okay because the best part is my head is a l- Probably just as fucked up as his. Now we're PG thirteen. Awesome, thank you, Ray. Appreciate that. So I'm, much for I wasn't the one who friendly. dropped the f bomb today. Yay! Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're we're always going to be working on something. We're always willing to hear your comments. We'll talk. We'll talk more about comments uh, in in future podcasts. But I just want to get this one wrapped up. So Billy, and thank you everyone. We're that getting has, there. Uh, and thank you to everybody here who's been here today. Um, I know a lot of people didn't get to talk too much because when I get going, it's hard to get a word in edgewise. I get that. Uh, but just have to for, start throwing things But at for me. Zach and for Ian and for Jules, for Tanya and for Angie, for Ray, for Tony, for Dolly, for uh, Sybil, Billy, and me, I am Sybil. Chris. This has been Monkey Business, a product of the Mighty Monkey Corporation, purveyors and founders of the Flower City Comic Con, coming at you in 2018 with their the third spring. show. In the spring of 2018. Like us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash FC3ROC. Thank you.
I can do that by memory now. Isn't that great? That was amazing.